This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, March 16th, 2020. I'm Caleb Brown. Travel restrictions during the rapid spread of a deadly infectious disease certainly would meet with the approval of the Trump administration, which has already sought a variety of other travel restrictions for unrelated reasons. But does this one make more sense? Cato's Alex Narasta, currently engaging in some proper social distancing in his home, discusses the decision. I don't know what you would call it. I think somebody on Twitter called it uh, panic derp or pandemic derp, which is uh, whatever the problem is, uh, whatever has has people panicking, my list of policy prescriptions are the ones that are going to take care of it. The White House um, has instituted travel bans before. Um, Was this one a good idea? I think it probably was. So I would say first off that trying to slow or halt the spread of a serious disease is within the proper powers of the government to restrict immigration or at least the flow of people across borders. And I do think that Trump banned both the recent one with Europe and then the one in late January, the partial ban uh, of people from China, probably made a difference. But the magnitude of that difference is tiny. So of all the research that we've seen, the, the, the models that have been run on this, the epidemiological models run, the one, one that was recently published in Science on March 6th, in the journal Science on March 6, 2020, basically show and estimate that travel bans of that variety probably slowed the spread of the disease by about a week. So I think that's worth something. I think that's definitely uh, valuable. But it's not that valuable in the in the big scheme of things. Every other method that we hear about to try to contain the disease, such as social distancing uh, or proper etiquette in terms of blowing your nose and shaking hands, uh, make much more of a difference than anything like a travel ban. Okay, so uh, a lot of Americans are coming back right now through customs lines. And if you look at pictures at uh, Dallas-Fort Worth, as Chicago O'Hare and New York and uh, San Francisco and other places, uh, people are being crammed together in in places where if they are in a room with some number of people who have uh, are incubating this virus right now, that seems to be uh, pretty problematic. What uh, fixes uh, do you suggest for uh, how these kinds of uh, you know, travel inconveniences that normally are mere inconveniences and now potentially are actually uh, pretty dangerous. Uh, what do you suggest? Well, this is uh, this is a tough one. I mean, one of the things to do would be to sort of slow down the rate of return of U.S. citizens by either paying some of them to stay in the countries where they are currently a little bit longer to extend their trip, stay in a hotel by the airport, for instance, for a few more days so we can even it out. The other ones would be to open up more facilities in the United States uh, adjacent to airports where these people can be processed safely without cramming thousands of them together, in which case if a handful of them have this illness, they could spread it easily because influenza is uh, very communicable, uh, uh, easily easily transmitted between people. Um, That would be some things. Other one would be just to increase hygiene at these places and airports, put more staff on duty right now just to get people through the process a lot more quickly. 
Also, maybe hand out masks when people get off the airplane so that if they're in a tight conditions for a little bit of time, uh, perhaps they won't spread it as easily. Some uh, And to separate them into generally smaller groups while they go through. Have a lot of people wait outside. It's It's warmer outside right now in most parts of the United States. Have people wait outside for a few hours rather than cram them together inside of buildings. I think a lot of these things can really help. But slowing down the flow will make a big difference. One of the, if I could give another quick point, one of the travel bans don't affect U.S. citizens who are returning from abroad. The original Trump travel ban on Chinese on China uh, said that U.S. citizens or permanent residents returning could face up to 14 days quarantine. Very few people were quarantined who weren't obviously sick when they got off of that airplane. And the travel of U.S. citizens, those returning back to the United States from abroad, from these places, are just as likely to be carrying it as people who are foreign citizens coming here for a trip. So it's not just enough to ban foreigners who are coming here. If you take this seriously, they would also have to ban all returning American citizens or at least put in place severe quarantine procedures for it to actually make a difference. Uh, At this point, I don't think it would make a difference because it's too late. Alex Narasta directs immigration policy studies at the Cato Institute. You can subscribe to the Cato Daily Podcast wherever you please and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.